Welcome to Understanding the Law Radio, your business success and legal information station. And now, your host, Peter Lamont. Well, hi, and thanks for joining me for another episode of Understanding the Law Radio. I'm Peter Lamont here with Brendan. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you today? Doing all right. We've got uh, a lot of things to talk about today, and there's one overlapping theme. Is it time? It's time. I want to talk about how how things change over time, in particular laws, mm-hmm. and how you know we as a, a world, a country. I mean, it's it's crazy how the um, the the changes that we've gone through over the years, and how they continue to change, and how it impacts our lives. I mean, it's mm-hmm. it's one of those things where you like you could sit down on the couch at night. And you could think about, wow, how things have changed and lose yourself forever in thinking about the change. That's true. And, you know, to tie that in, just in the last week mm-hmm. in New Jersey, yeah, marijuana has has finally been signed into into law. That's true. Right. So, you know, it was something that was 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 voted on um, months ago, mm-hmm. but then it was a determination as to how are we going to do this? How are we going to, you know, make sure that people heed the weed laws, <laughs> right? And and oh what's my. what's legal and not legal? So, you know, that's a big change because you have absolutely a big change. Yeah, years and years of people that that are you know being arrested for weed in New Jersey, and now all of a sudden, flower power prevails. So the need for weed, the need for weed, right? Um, it had nothing to do with Tom Cruise and and Top Gun too, which still <laughs> hasn't come out, has it? Not yet. So the law that that was signed into effect um, basically says that it's okay as long as you are 21 years or older to possess up to six ounces of weed, and there's no penalty. So you can possess it, you, you can wear it, you can smoke <laughs> it, you can do whatever you want to do with it. Got there's it. other there's other rules, but up again, to six ounces. Up to, yeah, but the the overarching issue here is that something that was once illegal is now no longer illegal. And what is it that that changes? How does time affect some of these laws? How is it that that marijuana, once considered legal or illegal, is now legal? How does that happen? I think it's the people. You think it's the people? I think it's the people. How, and, how, and the times, you know? Well, that's the thing. I mean, things change so rapidly that, that at one point a law might be good. But then 20 years later, it's terrible. Well, let's talk about that for a minute. Did you know that there used to be a law? that required motorists to use an audible warning signal when they passed another vehicle on the road? I did not know was like, that. On your left! It's like, ever ever jog in a biking path and the yeah. bikes go, yeah. and they're like, left, 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 or whatever, yep. right? Yep. Could you imagine having to yell out your window? <laughs> well, well, think about how many people probably did that. You'd probably be driving, and instead of horns honking, you just hear like, left, right, right, past you, left. Yeah, right. You know? But you know what? Now I'm in front of you. That's probably a law that was um, passed when when motor vehicles first were put on the road. Because Most if you likely. if you look at the old Ford Model Ts and things like that, there were yeah. no windows. That's right. They were open. Yep. So it was easy to be like, "Hey, George, I'm on your left," <laughs> right? But yeah. now, now what do you do? As, you, you as you're going 80 miles an hour down the parkway. Well, I always roll down my window, wave to them, have them roll down their window, and then say, "I'm passing you." It, could you pass the gray poupon? Do you ever see those commercials? No, I, I don't know what you're talking about. Oh my god! So there's there's commercials right where 
one car pulls up to this very fancy car uh-huh. and he rolls down his window and he looks in and he goes, can you pla- please pass the Grey Poupon? Grey Poupon is a mustard. It, it's a commercial. It's a funny commercial. I mean, it sounds funny. It's like an 80s commercial. Yeah. So, you know, I guess you could yell out the window to pass Grey Poupon. But that law. I guess the times have changed so much that the youth nowadays don't know about the Grey Poupon. I guess. I guess so. Yep. There were also laws forbidding those with venereal diseases from holding certain jobs. Really? Yeah. So, like, if you have VD, you know, you can't be a GC. A what? A general contractor. I don't know. I just made that up. But those laws were in effect. (laughs) Or... Uh, there also was a law that, and, and, and this is something that you might have heard of before, debtor's prison. There actually was a law that required debtors to be held in prison separate from other prisoners. So mm-hmm. you'd have your murderers, your rapists, your child abusers, and then the debtors were in a separate prison, right? So that, that you know, that yep. doesn't happen anymore. Uh, there were also laws that allowed stallions, bulls, and rams to run free at certain times of the year. Really? But we don't need these laws anymore, right? No, these were all not. ancient laws. How about this? How about a measure requiring people to yield a party phone line in an emergency? You don't even know what a party phone line is. That was back in the day. When I was young. Alexander party... Graham Bell no, invented no, no. the telephone. He did I have the... heard this. Yeah, but he didn't invent the party line. They did not? No. So anyway, Oof. when I was younger, and those of you out, out of there. Touch. Yeah, you are out of touch. That yep. that might remember party lines. You'd have a party line. You'd get a whole bunch of your friends on it, right? But this law required that party lines yield for emergencies. I, I don't think there's any such thing as a party line anymore, right? Now it's like non-existent. Right. Also, laws requiring companies to post signs warning juveniles about penalties for graffiti in stores that sell spray paint. Really? Yes. That sounds... It sounds nuts, right? Yeah, it, it sounds like an odd law. How about a law that governs how the state treats victims of shipwrecks and the personal property that they leave behind? When well, that's the, very important. When was the last time you had to deal with a shipwreck issue? Well, you know, actually, uh, there's a lot of interesting shipwreck stories I've heard. I recently watched a video of, uh, I think it was the, the Concordia or something like that, a, yeah. a very famous incident where... Uh, it crashed, and it was like the captain's fault, and there were tons of people. It was crazy story. So, I mean, that one might be relevant today. Really? Sorry, did I steal your thunder? No. No, it was just a titanic blunder. Look at that. So funny. Mm-hmm. Okay, Amazing. anyway. Maybe as time goes on, you'll get better at telling jokes. Yes, yeah, maybe. Anyway, <laughs> there, there's also another law. These are all, again, these are old laws, outdated laws that, mm-hmm. that no longer on the books. Did you know that Arizona once prohibited feeding garbage to pigs without first obtaining a permit? Really? That, listen, that is a huge issue, okay, among pig feeders. You think Miss Piggy would have been happy to know that she could have been fed garbage as long as she had had a permit, as long as the, uh, the, the feeder of the garbage had a permit? I do not think she would have been happy. And, you know, funny that you say Miss Piggy. Speaking of Miss Piggy. There's a lot of stuff nowadays with a lot of cultural change. You know? Yeah, well, let's talk about Miss Piggy in a minute. I want to just, I want to just tickle. Oh, I actually, I actually do have one odd law that we didn't talk about yet. So, back in the day, coffee was outlawed. It was seen as demonic and satanic until it was baptized by a pope 
who really, really loved coffee. The Pope baptized himself in the coffee? Well, the details might be a little bit muffed there, but I, th- I think he baptized coffee in general. So all coffee is no longer satanic. Thank God. That's right. Thank. Oh, that one was good. I have to give it to you there. I don't know what I would do without uh, without coffee. Well, who knows? In 100 years, people might say, I, I don't know what I'd do without cannabis. You never know. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, this is, it's it's just a <laughs> thing, right? Like I, I know that there's a lot of people who probably say that now. Probably. Did you know that Minnesota didn't let residents attempt to capture a greased or oiled pig? <laughs> they didn't want them to make a fool of themselves. Yeah, they couldn't. As long as who's <laughs> greased or oiled, you're out. What about any other substance poured on the pig? Uh, well, just grease or oil, apparently. All right. Did you know that in New Hampshire you couldn't collect seaweed at night? <laughs> what? What? Right. So, so here's the point. Here's the point. <laughs> Things change. Laws change, right? Laws that might at one point seem completely understandable. Right. In a hundred years seem completely redundant. You're right. Exactly. Ridiculous, not redundant. What? That works. Redundant. Like, it no longer has a point. You're giving me a dirty look. All right, go ahead. Anyway, <laughs> things change so much that, yeah, I mean, look, these these laws that um, once were were considered important... Redundant, adjective, not or no longer needed or useful, superfluous, superfluous, superfluous. whatever. You still made fun. Wow. Okay. Well, I was right there. Yeah. Okay. Give me a little bit of credit. I'll give you just a As little the bit. Times change. I get smarter and smarter. I don't know about that. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's your favorite thing in life. What? To be right. Yeah, that's true. That doesn't That'll change. never change. <laughs> so anyway, so, you know, what is it? It's interesting when you think about it from, from a more um, philosophical standpoint. Mm-hmm. How does a law become, you know, outdated? You know, what is it? Is it that? Is I think it, it is the culture. I think it is what people do. You know, a lot of laws about horse-drawn carriages probably don't matter as soon as Mr. Ford was born. You know, I think it's with inventions and with how culture changes and with attitudes towards certain ideas change you know the laws just slowly become no longer needed and then in a hundred years from then they looked at as totally crazy does technology drive changing laws i think it does partially yeah i think it does i mean okay have you ever been to disney world Walt disney world yes have you ever been to the tomorrowland section of the magic kingdom yes there is a ride there one of my favorite rides one of the most underrated rides the Carousel of Progress, oh, and the whole theme of the ride is change as time goes on. It right. fits very well in this podcast, honestly. The uh, the main theme song is There's a Great Big Beautiful Tomorrow Shining at the End of Every Day, and it's very true. And I'm not just going to talk about how the ride fits our theme. The last scene of the ride, it's a whole, it's a four-act show where each scene, your your seats move and you, and you witness. It's a rotating theater. It's a rotating theater, right. And you witness another part in history where it's this a family, family as they change throughout right, the age. Exactly, it's, right, it's a family decades, each right. decade. Yeah, and the last scene is in the future, and I put the future in quotes because they have life-changing technology like laser discs and high-definition televisions. Originally, when that ride was built, that was looked at as crazy yeah. technology, but nowadays, that's 
in the past. It makes it look super dated. Right, it does. And and so, you know, I think that that the idea that that society evolves and changes and and technology along with it that's really i think at the heart of what drives the change in laws i mean mm-hmm. there's no such thing as this law is a law and always will be a law because it's the law <laughs> there's a lot of law right that's a, it's a catchy saying yes but. no i mean i think that laws are meant to serve the greater good meant to serve society and if society changes and things change then the laws have to change with them right you know a lot of laws that that are more common when you think about things like uh, laws on slavery, obviously, or laws on um, you know sexual discrimination. These right. things change. Um, transgender laws, all these different the, the different things that happen our, in our society. You know, it, it sort of demands that the laws be changed to meet the greater good of of the people. Right. You know. So. It's interesting when you sit down and you look at it and you say, how do these laws develop and change? And, and really, the laws are driven by the needs of the people as they mm-hmm. are at that time. Yeah, absolutely. You know, and, and some laws are just ridiculous, like the can't catch a greasy or oiled pig. <laughs> I don't know how that served a purpose at the time, but you get what I'm saying. I do. And, you know, the other thing that, that's interesting is that Laws, pop culture, society, it all works hand in hand. So you alluded earlier to Miss Piggy. I did. And I know why you did. Well, she was not greased or oiled. Do you think Kermit would have liked her greased or oiled? No, he wouldn't have been able to catch her. That's Legally, true. at least. At least. <laughs> He'd be hopping all over the place <laughs> trying to catch her, and then you know what? He'd end up in jail in the slammer because she was a greased or oiled It's not pig. easy being greased. That's true. Grease is the word. So, All right, back on the topic. I know why you brought it up. You mm-hmm. brought it up because, and I know this because I just watched it the other night. Did you really? Well, I have Disney Plus. Do you? Watch The Mandalorian. I do too, yeah. Right, but. Great show. But what was really intriguing the other day was that I found all of the old episodes of The Muppet Show, the mm-hmm. original Muppet Show, the one right. I grew up with. Yeah, they, they just put them on the, sh- the platform. Right, and it was awesome. Right, because I got to go back. I saw Vincent Price. I saw George, George Burns, Mark Hamill. Yep, it's one of my favorite ones with with the Star Wars guys and Pigs yeah, in Space. Yeah, that one's good. And then there was one I was watching, and I don't know if you saw this, but I was watching one. I don't remember who the guest star was, but there was a uh, um a, a notice or a warning before the episode, and it said and this was a Disney produced thing. It said. There's culturally insensitive material mm-hmm. in this episode. Have you seen that? I have seen it. I think the guest star was Kenny Loggins. You know? No. Danger Zone? No, no. It was Kenny Rogers. Gambler. What? Kenny Rogers. It wasn't Kenny Loggins. Kenny Loggins, Danger Zone. Who am I talking about? You're talking about a guy whose song came out in 1986. Whenever Top Gun came, we're talking about the '70s. Kenny Rogers on a warm summer's evening on a train bound oh, for yeah, nowhere. That guy. He met up with a gambler. Wrong guy. Two That's Kennys. Right. Kenny Rogers. Right. Different times. Different times. Ch- times change. Yeah. That's what I'll throw that up to. Last name change. Joke. Yeah, little was, joke about how good. the times change. Right. So good. I love how you always like being right. <laughs> so anyway, so all right. I think you're right. I think it was Kenny Rogers. And before this show, there was this warning that this episode contains culturally insensitive material that at the time in the late 70s was deemed to be acceptable. Right. 
And I thought that was interesting. Now, it turns out that what the culturally insensitive material is, mm-hmm. is that at one point, Kenny Rogers... Right. Not Loggins, right? Kenny Rogers is in the dressing room, and within the dressing room is an oil drilling machine mm-hmm. and Muppets dressed up like stereotypical Middle Eastern um, people, right? Really? With, I could see how that's you know considered. So... You know, you know, the, the, what I thought was interesting is that Disney left it in. They left it in, and they said to to maintain the integrity of the episode. Mm-hmm. Now, what's interesting to me is, yeah, all right, they left it in, right? And right. and there's there's probably a group of people that might find that culturally insensitive, mm-hmm. and maybe don't even say the or see the the um, the artistic value to it. But what about old episodes of things like Bugs Bunny or um, I want to say there was even a, a Mickey Mouse uh, episode at one point where they're dealing with the Holocaust or World War II. Those, those, some of those topics could be culturally insensitive. Right. Right. And they don't show that stuff. Or, for example, um, let, let's take a classic movie um, like uh, Holiday Inn. You ever see Holiday Inn? Yes, okay. I have seen Holiday Inn. So at one scene in Holiday Inn, oh, I can't remember. It wasn't Bing Crosby. It was the other guy, Fred Astaire, I think, mm-hmm. or it was one of the two. They come out on this uh, Valentine's Day play in blackface. Really? Right. Now, that that's culturally insensitive, Right. right? I wonder if now that Disney has put out this notice about culturally insensitive material that was ap- you know a, a, a appropriate at the time, uh, if you want to say appropriate, maybe it's never appropriate, but it was I, I would say acceptable at the time, right. right? Are movies like Holiday Inn going to follow suit and include some sort of warning about insensitive cultural mm-hmm. material? I actually do, I think I know about this. Now, it's not necessarily an opinion, but it's just I think I can kind of tell you what the deal is with that. So the Muppet Show was uploaded in its entirety, every episode, right? And so fans really wanted it, and I think they wouldn't want to put out the entire Muppet Show except for, like, five episodes. You know what I mean? I think that what they did is they acknowledged these episodes do have insensitive topics in them, but there's no point in completely getting rid of them because then there'll just be more backlash. And so they, they thought the better thing to do was to upload them all and just include a warning. Something like Holiday Inn isn't part of a giant set that's going to be released, so it wouldn't be glaring if they didn't include it. I think that they'd just not show it. You know what I mean? I don't. What I do you think they're going to take that scene out? Or you think that Holiday Inn's a classic? One or the other. I think they're either just going to take the scene out or not show it because that makes more sense. Okay. All right. Well, and, and, I... and I'm not thinking about it like in a political or a, or a, an opinion standpoint or whatever. I'm thinking about it in a money-making PR standpoint for these companies that have, you know, all kinds of things to show. And Holiday Inn, not only – it's not a necessity to show – and all it would do is end up making people argue. Are you about talking it. about the scene or the, the the movie itself? You think that it's okay to pull a classic like Holiday Inn? Well, I'm. I think that. All right, hold on, no, hold no, no, on, no, hold no, no, on. No. You've never seen Gone with the Wind, I bet. You ever seen Gone with the Wind? I've never seen Gone with the Wind. Do you know what Gone with the Wind is about? No. Gone with the Wind is about a family 
in Civil War times. Right. And there's obviously um, a great deal of, of, of uh, characters involved there that are considered slaves. They're, right. they're owned by this family, right? Right. Completely, obviously, wrong, insensitive, whole thing. Right. And it's not necessarily, in my mind, a historical movie. It's not a movie that's saying, look at the history of the times and look what was going on. Right. It it seems to, uh, in my opinion, could be considered culturally insensitive at this moment. Mm-hmm. Now, is that mean that, does that mean that you, you get rid of Gone with the Wind as a classic? Well, you know what? You know what? I'm going to give you my opinion on this. My official opinion here is that I think blackface and things like that are not right and are obviously insensitive and are not just insensitive, but they're wrong. You know, they're, they're just harmful. There's no point to it. It's not, you know, in any way funny or a positive thing. It, it's bad. But I also understand that, you know, it, I don't like the idea of getting rid of tons of old things. You know what I mean? Like, I don't like the idea of saying, like, Holiday Inn is available nowhere. So in my personal opinion, I don't believe they should take it down or get rid of it, but they should archive it. And I think that the best thing to do is something like what Disney did with The Muppet Show, where it says, listen, this episode has culturally insensitive things in it. It's it's not, you know, it's not considered appropriate by today's standards. However, we're still uploading it here for the sake of preserving it and an archival and all that. And I think that's kind of what you should do. All right, so do you think then that movies that deal with culturally insensitive topics need to have a warning at the beginning of them. I mean, yeah, I would say that would be a good thing to do, you know, because just not saying anything, you know, we talked about in an earlier episode, slightly different, but we talked about Cyberpunk, that game that came out, and how they had flashing lights and they didn't give a seizure warning. And while it is different because that's like a medical thing, I think that in the same way, you know, just just have a warning so people could know. You know, have a, have a thing that says, hey, listen, this movie deals with things that are considered terribly culturally insensitive like blackface and then you know you're not gonna say you're not allowed to see this movie ever but you're also saying this movie is not something we'd make today we're only putting it up for the sake of you know having it up having it exist somewhere so you know you know uh i i do think some looney tunes cartoons older ones actually do say that and i know that a lot of the dvd boxed set kind of things also have things like that where it's like a lot of the episodes in this were made in a different time period where this was considered okay. Okay. Because because even if, if you really think about it, a lot of old things, like pretty much most old movies, even if they're not have culturally insensitive things in them, they were made in a time period where there were a lot of culturally insensitive, I feel like I've said it a hundred times. All right, well, let me ask you a question now because I think I know where you're going. So... Let's let's talk about things that weren't made in the in the fifties or sixties. Let's talk about something that's more recent. So, right. for example, uh, let's take uh, let's take something like the Naked Gun. You ever see the Naked Gun? I have seen the Naked Gun. Leslie yeah. Nielsen. I find it very funny. Yeah. Okay, so it's it's a funny comedy. Right. Right. Airplanes, another one. Okay. I haven't seen that, but I, I wanted to. Okay. So well, you should. It's I funny. totally should. So so movies like that that are um, funny, right? also contain culturally insensitive material. Very. And, and we live in a time right now where things are looked at under a microscope and might not be considered appropriate. Do you think films like that need to have a warning? 
Well, here's the thing. I think that obviously the Naked Gun specifically talking about is very different than something like Holiday Inn because Holiday Inn's like, you know, blackface scene is not done in the same way that, you know, a lot of the jokes in Naked Gun are. There is no blackface in Naked Gun, but they make fun of everybody, like every single race. You know, there's not a it's not a specific targeted thing. They have every single joke you can come up with in there, you know, about everything. But I I more think that, like, yeah, I do think that it would be best to include a warning in the beginning that says that there's a lot of things that would be considered culturally insensitive because times change. And what would be considered okay to put in a movie a decade ago just isn't, you know, today. There's The second that people get wind of it, they'd share it on social media, and the movie would, you know, obviously flop. That's just how it is. Well, you know? it's it's interesting because nowadays it's very. You know, if you produced a movie mm-hmm. or a show, for that matter, something uh, which I know we're going to be talking about on an upcoming episode, but a, a show like The Office, right? I wonder, you know, if that had come out now, mm-hmm. what the level of acceptance or tolerance would have been with that 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 sitcom right I, I think about that as well because forgetting about right or wrong i obviously think things like blackface are wrong racism is obviously wrong i would never that's like ridiculous you know come on but i i do wonder sometimes jokes in the office even if they're not meant to be insensitive at all even if it's just a joke that's not targeting anybody what people would say about that today like the first season of the office is interesting i watched a lot of documentary kind of stuff about this it was originally like just the british office in America, you know, the first episode was almost a an exact recreation of it, and Michael Scott was a lot harsher. Michael Scott, if you don't know, is the boss. He's a very goofy guy. He, you know, makes jokes. He doesn't intend to hurt anybody, but in the first season, that was kind of different. The first season, he was much more like the UK guy, and he was he said lots of racist things. You know, there's the what was the episode, the culture episode where they. All were right. different countries, and he was. Well, super I mean, racist. he does it. He does it with everybody, right? When, when, and and again, we're going to talk about this on the next episode. So, if you're interested in the office and hearing our thoughts about, uh, you know, all the laws that were broken in in the office, make sure you tune into the next episode. But, right. you know, things like, um, like, uh, the 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 the, what was his name, Michael Klump or whatever, when he was talking about people that were overweight. Right. Right. That's insensitive. Nowadays, right? Yeah. So fat shaming and body shaming and things like that. So, but it, it, it's funny, you know, and so what, what is acceptable as humor and a parody now versus then is an interesting question. And I, I don't think we know the answer to that. I mean, you know, I think, I think that with social media, things are very different. And I've seen, I, I don't remember, I, Ricky Gervais, I think he yeah. I think he made uh, a comedy stand-up show recently. He was the boss in the UK, the UK office. UK office, by the way. right? Uh, that's how I remembered. And he made a lot of uh, transphobic jokes on his thing, which are you know jokes targeted at transgender people. And social media was not happy. People were not happy with it. And you know, I, I understand why they wouldn't be happy with that. You know, you shouldn't do that. And they really tore into him. And when he did that whole speech at, I don't remember, whatever it was, a couple it was of years ago. One of the ago, award shows. The award shows. show, the, the one speech he had, he brought up a couple of good points where he was like, you know, hey, a whole bunch of people in Hollywood are not nice. But people didn't really care. 
because they were upset yeah. with the jokes that he made. And so even even today, he posts things on Twitter, and I have seen a little bit more from him. And it turns out he might not, you know, he might not be the greatest person, but. With everything he tweets, people are still upset about him. And so, you know, it's hard to say whether he's a good person or not. He's he's a funny comedian, and really, when you get down to it, a lot of comedy is is funny because it's discussing taboo topics. Right. I mean, people like Chris Rock, people like, um, you know, Robin Williams at the time, the the, the Richard Pryor, or um, uh, what's George Carlin. I mean, these 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 comedy acts, they were funny but they were funny because they delved into touchy subjects i mean it's sometimes it's funny so it's it's just an interesting um exploration of how times change and what's acceptable at one point isn't acceptable any longer right and and you know that goes from laws to pop culture to business and it's interesting to study the impact that time has over our lives mm-hmm. you know and it's it's you know something we could talk about forever but um i think it's very interesting but then nothing would change right you know and, and people are going to argue that change is bad change is good it's neither here nor there the fact I think is, that every generation too will be completely different your kids will have you know and i'm talking to you the viewer or or if you already have kids your kids kids will be completely different you know, living completely changed lives. Just look at how, like, the 70s was, the 80s, the 90s. 60s, yeah. Early 2000s, this 2000s, everything constantly changes. And I, I think that, you know, yeah. yeah. And the laws are going to change and everything's going to change. Right. And you know what? I think it's time for us to change. I think this episode's <laughs> going to come to a close with the sounding <laughs> of the bell. So uh, that's going to do it for this episode uh, please make sure that you subscribe if you haven't already. Make sure that you you share this podcast with others. Let them know about it. Um, and if you like this episode about time and you want to hear more about our philosophical <laughs> uh, delving into time, I mean, the the idea, again, is that, you know, look at the way that the laws change, that the way things change about time, and, mm-hmm. and you could just go down that rabbit hole and be there forever. So right. it's an interesting discussion, interesting topic. That's going to do it for today's episode. Thanks for joining us for this episode of Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you tune in, subscribe, tell your friends about it. We will see you next time. Thank you for listening to Understanding the Law Radio. Make sure you follow Peter on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, and stay tuned for future episodes.